Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. You're listening to the award-winning Probably True. Please be aware that this podcast may contain strong language and adult themes. It would be boring otherwise. I was talking with a couple of people in my office the other day when a really hot maintenance guy came in. He was fixing a printer or putting up some new lighting or something similar, and we were all having a bit of a look. As you do when there's a new person in a place where normally it's the same people you see every day. One of the other gays in the office was like, Fwah, he get it. And Carol, who was one of the PR girls, I think, said, Oh my God, Stephen, you've got a boyfriend. Yeah, he could join in, make it a threesome. Oh, don't be so kinky. And I was sat nearby thinking, keep talking, I want to hear more about you and this handsome boyfriend and what you're down for, especially since you're wearing those new jeans that show off your fantastic arse like that. But then, just as I was thinking that, there was another thought kind of overtook all of them, which was, bitch please, you think a threesome is kinky? I could tell you some stories. But then I realised it'd be much more fun to tell you those stories instead. For example, last weekend I woke up and I was feeling quite perky, so I messaged a mate of mine asking what he was up to. He replied pretty much immediately, which made a nice change, to be honest. I'm dressing up a straight guy like a little girl, then I'm going to fuck him till he squeals. Well, I was going to see if you fancied a coffee, but it seems like you're busy, so I'll, uh, I'll leave you to it. And, you know, when I hear the word kinky, the first images in my head are like rubber gimp suits and chains. And while S&M is part of the kink world, I suppose, it's not like there's a line as to what is and what isn't kinky. I dated a guy who worked in a fetish shop once. We spent an evening playing dress-up in the shop after everyone else had gone home. Actually, that makes it sound like one of those different outfit montages from an 80s movie, but it was a lot more struggling into rubber shorts and leather harnesses and stuff. It's not even close to as much fun as it should have been, to be honest. And I think that's the mood killer for me. If it takes more than 10 minutes to put on a pair of shorts, it's probably not for me. Or being chained up, that's, that's not for me either. I've been out with enough guys who seem to be perfectly normal but then turned out to be complete weirdos. I don't want to be alone with someone unless I know there's nothing stopping me getting out the door if I need to. Or at least I need to be able to stop them from doing whatever it is they're thinking about doing, especially if it involves putting things in places. On top of which, I've lost count of the number of times a guy's name has slipped my mind while I'm mid-shag. I mean, it's not exactly necessary at that point. Oh baby works for pretty much anyone, but still... If I occasionally struggle to remember a guy's name without checking my phone contacts, there's no way I'm going to remember a safe word. Besides, even if I were the one doing the chaining, I'd be terrified of losing the key. I put my house keys down in weird places often enough. And it's not like any of those outfits have a lot of pockets for things like that. I used to think kinky meant anything that involved additional equipment when you're having sex, but that's not always true either. Like, nipple clamps, I guess, are pretty kinky, but what if you're just someone who really likes having their nipples played with? not putting bulldog clips on them, but still likes a little fiddle. I've dated a few guys like that, actually, from a gorgeous, lovely boy who just boing got really hard whenever I touched his nipples, to a frankly mental Italian who only liked it if I grabbed them hard and twisted them right round. 
Personally, I don't get anything from having my nips twiddled, but if pretending to tune in a radio on someone's chest helps them get where they need to go, I don't mind doing it for them. So, yeah, it's not as simple as special accoutrements is what is kinky. Some of the girls at work, bless them, think rimming is kinky, instead of, you know, just a nice way to say hello to someone. Oh god, mum, if you're listening to this, don't, just, don't, don't Google that. And it doesn't have to be something that you need to have every time you have sex. If that were the case, then I have a fetish for being mildly disappointed. Yeah, it's just something you have when you're in the mood for something a bit harder. Deeper. Faster. Stronger. And the more I thought about it, the more I realised that kinks and fetishes are really subjective, and what one person might think of as the height of kinky naughtiness is just par for the course for someone else, like threesomes or rimming or speedos or underwear could be a fetish to the right person, to someone else they're just clothes. Or even grey sweatpants, you know, someone walking down the street and you can see the outline of something hefty just swinging around in there as they're walking along and it's kind of... sorry. I'd say it's important to try different things and see what you like. Don't jump in at the deep end, obviously, start small and work your way up. Don't go for a traffic cone before you've tried a finger. Don't be kink-shaming. If someone likes doing something, let them do it. Unless, you know, you're directly involved, in which case, make sure that you're okay with it first. It's important to be able to say, that's not my kink, whenever anyone suggests anything you're not keen on. Maybe you're down for a snog and a bit of a wank together, and he's all like, ah, piss on my tits and call me Shirley. Don't feel like you have to do anything, especially if it might ruin your bedsheets. It's like any other kind of consent. Only do what you're comfortable with and be aware that you can withdraw that consent whenever you like. As with everything, clear communication is key. That's not my kink is a great sentence to use when you just plain don't want to do something that comes up. Hey, should we try one of those avocado lattes? Fuck no, that is not my kink. Find out what you like and then see to what degree you like it and be okay with saying, no, there is the line. Once when I was in San Francisco, a friend of mine took me to the local kinky shop. He was stocking up on supplies and I was playing around with different things when an employee offered to zap me with a cattle prod. One of those big ones like, and the little blue spark zips between the two electrodes. I declined quickly but politely and I wandered a safe distance away. But I realised I'd not know until I gave it a go, so after thinking about it for a bit while perusing the cock rings, I wandered back over and told him I'd changed my mind. So he got the cattle prod thing and stuck about a bajillion volts right into my bum cheek. I must have yelped quite loud because everyone in the shop turned and looked at me. <laughs> I wouldn't say it was something I wanted during sex, but it certainly woke me up. It was better than a coffee. I was tempted to get one just to get me going in the morning, but if a taser is what it takes to get me out of bed, I'm not sure where my day could go from there, unless I start putting cocaine on my cornflakes. This was Probably True the award-winning storytelling series written and produced by me, the award-winning Scott Flashheart. If you like what you've heard, you could share it with your friends, leave a positive iTunes review, and sign up at probablytruepodcast.com. If you didn't like it, you can find me on Twitter as UnlikelyLad. Come at me, bro. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. 
Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.